0: buzz buzz
1: Welcome to the Hive Podcast. My name is Joshua Clifton.
2: My name is Kaylin Orr. I am Simply.
3: <laughs> <laughs> my name is Johnny Gore.
4: <laughs> uh, my name is Eric Knighton.
3: My name is Will Heridge
1: And Eric and. Mr. Simply. What's Will. your last name? Mr. Sim- <laughs> Simply Jones. Samsonite. I was way out. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, oh, oh. we are sorry for for <laughs> our absence, uh, but it's been like what a month and a half since we put out episode. Yeah, we had and a good Christmas break. <clears throat> we yeah, had yeah, yeah, a Christmas yeah, yeah. break. We also did several. It just technical difficulties and and like that word. And, <laughs> to uh, say your speech and uh, <laughs> and just other things that just went wrong. So here we go again. Yeah,
3: and I'll be going. This is Eric Jones, the one of the honey gold hive members oh, keep explaining uh, who you are but uh i'm gonna go by leslie this episode because we also have eric knight here okay and yeah so,
1: we'll be sure to call you simply or leslie <laughs> one, one of the two yeah uh, we'll, we'll figure it out as we go yeah um but yes we have uh eric and will from brave days here how's it going guys
4: we're good man
1: i guess we could announce
4: eric's laughing uncontrollably right now sorry <laughs> no
1: you're good Give him a second to compose. We himself. I he, guess he, we can he, announce it's that we take are working with a you guys. Honey Gold is is uh, simply put, <laughs> we are we wow. are uh, we are going to be helping you guys put out your next record.
4: You uh you 100 yeah. are. We are very very excited. Yeah, it's gonna uh, sound so good too. Yeah, dude,
0: we're so yeah. stoked on man. Uh, let's
1: is it. Let's talk about that a little. <laughs> Let's but talk about is that it? A minute. Minute. No, trust okay. me. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, Kaylin, with the power of
3: autotune, anything is possible. Uh, you are so right. Billie hey. Ray Eilish just got Grammys. <laughs> Hell yeah, she did from a bedroom studio. I'm yeah. so proud of her.
2: That's actually great. I'm so proud that's of that great. whole record
1: and the fact that you guys are here and the fact that even talking about bedroom studios just got what five Grammys, right? Yeah, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, yeah.
2: Unheard of. Five out of six.
1: That's uh, category. that's huge, and. And made us think something we're going to do new with these episodes is have a little segment where we talk about uh, maybe some of our experience that might help younger or just people that just haven't had our walk and how we can help you in the music industry or our thoughts, a discussion, if you will. And we'll video that and you can find that on YouTube at the Honeygold Records YouTube channel. Um, But before we do that, what's everybody been up to? Kalen just mm-hmm. got literally just got back from Missouri.
0: Yes. Dude, there's a 100% chance I would have not done this driving. I like in your I would have been like no, I'm going to go home and go to sleep. I actually no, I mean, know what he
1: feels I, like because I've done this too. Where i oh, will come sure. home from Tennessee and either drop stuff off or come straight to us doing a podcast. Oh, well, like, yeah. you haven't even been home yet, like No. But, he,
2: well, I dropped Michelle and my dog off. I like saying said dog. I like bye, Dang, see you dude. later, Yeah, uh, I would have gone to bed. So I drove past McKinney. To you, Liz. So oh,
0: came back to <laughs> gosh, dang it. Yeah, I, I, w- I would have just knocked the hell out right now, there. Honestly, really? I, this is good for you.
2: Like there was one time Raven Hill had a show in Nashville and I drove nine and a half hours to the show, played the show and then immediately left and came back on. Like, you know, I, I had only a few hours of sleep before. So this is I'm
1: feeling all right in comparison. Yeah, I, I think you and I, for the most part out of this group, I don't uh, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, are kind of used to that like yeah the tra- i don't know if traveling like driving wears me out as much as it wears out someone that doesn't do it as often true i
2: i uh-huh. I, I operate all right under sleep depri- deprivation uh-huh. speak all right but yeah so it's it's fine no i'm I'm good i'm feeling all right yeah i just uh It'd probably make for a better podcast anyway yeah true <laughs> the more deprivated you are that is true yeah. but um yeah you went to see George Strait. George
1: freaking straight. Yeah, it was cool. Real quick, by a show of hands, because this is a podcast and they uh, they're not seeing this, who likes George Straight? That's everybody but Johnny and Eric. I, I like. just I don't. Yeah, uh-huh. no, and I just I don't
3: take myself, the time to listen. Yeah, it's it's an yeah. ignorance.
2: Yeah, no. no, and I would totally put myself in that category if I didn't have a fiance that was super into him. So I mean, I night- I, I, I listened to him by kind of just sheer surroundings, and then I wanted to. If I'm going to see him live, I wanted to appreciate him as much as I possibly could. So I listened to him a
4: lot before we went to go see him. Nine and I are from West Texas, so yeah. like all we heard growing up was country. <laughs> <So> we <laughs> we actually are George Strait. Oh, Jesus. one's George. You
0: guys just straight. Get, yeah. get in a trench coat and get on each other's shoulders. Just, and go out just like to a hint. He's little not little rascal style.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like yes, my good man. <laughs> we need we need twelve. twelve. Uh, 12. <laughs> um, just to see. Where we're at as far as like George straightness, zero to a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to go. Uh, we're going to start with Johnny and Eric because I don't even know if they know any and we'll go around. Eric, how many songs do you know by zero. George straight? Okay.
3: Well, Johnny, I don't know. I might know songs. I don't know. They're from him. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm so going to, I'm
1: going to be in that. You're in that category. How many? Don't don't say names, but how many do you think you I, could? Name? I would say probably about like five or so, just from like growing up on okay. that. But like I, I
4: probably like I'd hear, be like, oh, that's him. Okay, sick. Yeah. I'd I'd say about the same there. Okay. Uh, just kind of hearing them like all oh, there is in Abilene or country uh-huh. bars or just guys covering them when I played acoustic shows all the time.
1: Now you just saw him in concert, so it's mm-hmm. kind of unfair. But yeah. Uh, so answer to the best of your ability before the show last night. That's when you saw him. Yes. Uh, how many could you have named do you think
2: um, I would say at least 10 to 15 okay. um, because I, I listened to several like greatest hits albums yeah. and you know several like records and and honestly even before I was kind of preparing myself Michelle just listens to them all the time right. so just from being around it uh, I would know more than I and but if it, if I wasn't with her I would know probably two or three you know
1: uh, George Strait was huge because my mom and dad were huge George Strait fans, being from Texas. Uh huh. Uh, even though we moved out of Texas when I was like seven in the eighties, we uh um we uh we would always we had that one uh oceanfront property, his record, his seat, tape in yeah. in our suburban that we yeah. drove back and forth. So like that record is synonymous with like my family. Like I said, that's cool. And How
3: similar is it to pet sounds?
1: Pretty <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I, when it comes to country music, it might be the pet sounds of, of country, music. country music. It's quite yeah. the that's quite yeah. the comparison. No, it's pet not. Pet sounds. It would be Stergil Simpson. I know. It I know. Be Beach Boys. I was thinking actual pets just making noises. <laughs> 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 so, so Eric thought pet sounds was not the Beach Boys record, <laughs> right? How many? Because it's country. How many animals are on that thing? How much, does it sound like one of those uh, old toys? George Straight Does Maddie have farm. one of those toys? E I
0: E I O a C N S A
1: the the thing where you pull down the thing?
0: <laughs> it's called a, C-N-C. a C-N-C?
1: <laughs> it would spin uh, and it yeah. just goes. The cow goes. Yeah, he has one of those. Yeah, those That's things great. sound
4: terrifying when they start oh to die. God, like seriously, because oh. like the voice slows down to hell and it's like. Didn't a Daniel
1: Johnson song brr. start with that? Probably. Yeah, but uh, um, so yeah, I was. I'm probably up in, like, the 15, 20 songs. Right, and, right. And I've even covered a couple of his songs. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was so jealous. I didn't even know
2: you were going. Uh, it was a Christmas gift to Michelle. Uh, for
1: $300 a ticket or something?
2: Uh, we got, well, the, the main reason we went to Missouri. Kansas City was it was significantly less expensive than Fort Worth. Because we were looking to go to Fort Worth, but the nosebleeds Five hundred a Yeah, I was, gonna, I was gonna
1: buy some for my uh, for my mom. Yeah, I was gonna. I was to So say was we're here.
2: like, that's not happening. But then we started to look um, at just any because he wasn't playing a lot. we were I found at out that if you went
1: to his re- residency in Vegas, it'd actually mm-hmm. be cheaper to go there than to watch him in Fort Worth.
2: But we got uh, we got floor seats for like the two hundred fifty range. That's
1: awesome. If so, I, I would have bogarted that. Uh, or. Uh, your your lovely romantic trip. No, it, it was cool because <laughs> so, I mean, hey, can me and my mom come? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it was. I mean, it was a decent drive, but we got there. We found like everything in Kansas City apparently is cheaper, so we found an awesome like apartment Airbnb for like forty bucks for the night. What? And then uh, Michelle's uh, aunt and uncle they live in Arkansas, so we were able to stay there on the way back. That's so and hot. So it was cool. <laughs> No, like it was great. The diamond but in the uh, style. dude, you're just the saying. guy sounded incredible. Like he sounded, like he's seventy now. Is seventy? Is he really? 70. Yeah. He so looks great. he looks awesome, and he had played a set the night before, a two and a half hour set the night before at the same location, and then he played a two and a half hour set the night we saw him. And mm-hmm. if I, you know, I know live your ears and perception of a live show is different when you're in the room versus like watching back on a video but his pitch if his pitch wasn't perfect then man like it was, it was pretty unbelievable how good he sounded got a phenomenal voice oh yeah he i mean was he was a real the deal country. yeah i i would say that and i i just appreciated how good his band was and uh oh, his live great. performance and like it was in an arena so the the stage was in the middle and he like had four microphones around the edge of the stage and so he would like play a couple songs facing one way then rotate and face the other and then, huh. so that way like everybody got like FaceTime time with him it was, it was cool. What was the venue? Uh, it was Sprint Center. It was like a, the it was an arena. Arena, arena at... Uh, I yeah. figure it much. Yeah, Kansas yeah. City.
1: Uh, Johnny and, and Simply could not be more... Uh, bored with this conversation. Bored with <laughs> and that's okay. conversation with George Strait. right? But one thing... No, uh, when
0: you called earlier to talk about what we were going to do, I was more bored then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I put- Whenever we were talking about the actual... <laughs> Thing that we're planning to do. It's only yeah.
0: because the mic, the phone call was cutting out so much. It was so hard to hear. I was like, yeah. and I, and I was trying to set up for this. <laughs> I was like, doing my taxes. Eric was
1: doing taxes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so
0: you start talking. I put I you on how speaker. How
1: prepared are was you guys? This, was this
3: around when I got here? This was right before you got here. Before he it. goes, "How how prepared? how prepared
1: are you guys?" And you guys are like, "Yeah, yeah, no, we're prepared. good." <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm
3: going oh My deductions are great this year. Like,
1: <laughs> that's what I was thinking when you're. Talking. But no, I will but say, on
2: my way back. Um, we stopped in Bentonville, Arkansas, and I sent you a text this morning asking you. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you didn't respond right away, so I was like, well, I don't know. Uh, I asked him what Beatles and or Tom Petty records do you not have?
1: And I only have Damn the Torpedoes from uh, Tom Petty, but I have almost all the Beatles
2: records. Yeah, so you sent me that. I bought one for you. What? And then you, uh, then proceeded to later to tell me ones he didn't have. But
1: so see so how I see chance.
2: how so see how I did.
1: Oh man, I feel so. Cool. I'm really excited about this right now. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna let you guys see it before I see it. Oh,
4: that looks wonderful. Does yeah. yes.
2: Oh
1: yes, that's great. And I that's this,
2: one I picked, and it
1: which, was the top of your list. It was yeah. the number one. He yeah. goes, I, he goes. As far as like ones you don't have, it's Let It Be by the Beatles. By the way, thank you so freaking much. No problem, man. Um, I uh, golly. Um, I made a list of what I had and what I. He goes, "What do you don't have? What do you not have?" And
2: what and, and prioritize and like and what?
1: prioritize in order. And this was number one on the things that. But I had happen. bought it and left apart, so
2: it so he
3: nailed it. Yes, we, we're friends. <laughs> so how's that record like compared to Pet Sounds? <laughs>
1: It, this is a, a way better comparison. That, that's like, and we're talking you about do, the you Beach Boys. You do realize my was, was a joke
4: earlier, right? <laughs> beach Boys. Yeah, that was, I know. Yeah. Uh, that was him the guy that got that. God, boost.
1: thank you so much. Man. No were problem. you at like a. a
2: yeah, it was. Uh, it's called Block. Uh,
1: Let's shout out Block yeah. Street Records in.
2: Downtown Arkansas, uh, Bentonville, Arkansas, Bentonville, the home of Arkansas. Walmart. Oh, oh yeah, Walmart.
1: Sam Walton. Yeah, and we though. we
2: visited the Walmart museum
4: while they were there,
1: Wait, and they had there's no, hold a lot of Walmart music. <laughs> Do they make you put on sweatpants before you go through the, no. the tour? Okay,
2: no. Okay, the
4: Walmart it, sweatpants but, are fantastic. But, I call them but my fat no, those are great, pants. great sweatpants. There's, there's like the original
2: Sam Walton Five and Dime store that that's like too. still looks like super old school that you walk in the front. It's actually that's cool. It's cool. It's That's pretty
1: neat. neat. Next time I go through, Benton, about no, as cool as a Walmart museum to... could be, I guess. I'm gonna stop by this record
2: store though, dude. It's like, it's small, but they had are actually really good selection for its size. I was pretty w- impressed. W-
3: wait a second, you actually like you saw the Walmart museum and y'all were like, hey, we gotta go here. Y'all actually <laughs> would like. It was free. <laughs> Okay. So we just walked in.
2: Does that help? Does that make it less <laughs> That's weird? fair. He goes well, he's like
1: he's trying to convince you. And they had twenty. They had
2: they had, had twenty five cent chocolate they could buy that was normally four Listen, bucks. Nice. Listen, wait. A minute. You've been so on the would...
1: road with him before. That's solid. Kaylin is the most easygoing person. Oh, I know. Whenever you go, hey, you want it? Yeah, that's fine. He was he was vegan. Was <laughs> he was vegan? We'd pick a place to go eat, and then we get there, and I go, crap, you're vegan. Or, 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 eat, or vegetarian. And, um, and he go, ah, I just figured I'd find something I could eat here. Like, <laughs> so. Never. There you go. so all you had to do all someone and was Michelle probably. I saw it a live, dude. Hey, that's, that's Walmart. Let's see what this is like. And Kalen goes, sure. Why not? That was, that was, or why not? Even sometimes Kalen will be more excited about it than you are because he's, <laughs> A good friend.
3: <laughs> oh, I, I, 100% agree with everything you just said. Yeah. I was just curious, like of all the activities you could have chosen, though. <laughs> well, but it's Bentonville, it's Bentonville, Arkansas. Arkansas. So, there's okay, give me a, a give me a for a instance from.
4: on Bentonville. Like, what is there? Just nothing it's there. It's literally
0: I, a, the the hub the first of, ever heard of it, right? There's a parking lot, your car, and no. your fiance. No, I'll say there's there's I have friends in not
4: Bentonville. Walmart. I've never been there. They don't work at Walmart either. Walmart's a shopping store. I know Walmart, Johnny.
0: It's a it's a cool, cute little
2: like downtown area. It's got like good coffee shops and you know boutique type places and some decent food. Um, And then
0: the Walmart.
4: All the food comes from Walmart. Hold on, actually,
0: now's the most important.
2: Because I was in a record store, so I know how much they records, and it made me think of you. So I was Uh, like, "Can
1: we just take a second to see how loving and and how great that is?" You know what I thought? God, this is going to sound. This is going to be weird. I thought to Ask me to be a groomsman at his wedding, and and that's what he's going to get all his groomsmen. Is is. that's
3: actually a good idea?
1: I thought that's what he was going <laughs> to do, so that's literally why I thought it was.
3: Mm-hmm. So, sing the sorrow AFI, if you ever find that. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I,
2: on, ironically, though, in the uh, uh, slowly in going that, on the
4: way of the Buffalo MXPX, I know I'm not, but no, it great record, um, great in this,
2: record in that uh, store. I found a CD of uh, Beloved Failure on, and oh, I, and yeah, I dude, couldn't, and I don't know. I, I think somebody burned it for me, but I don't think I actually owned it back in the day. So I was like, I'm buying this. Dude. Did you so, get it? Yeah, so I got that. Yeah, so that was that's cool.
1: Awesome. Um, Man. But I'm yeah, no, I blown just blown the thought- way that you thought of me. That's I, like, you're a good friend. You're a way better friend than most people. <laughs> well, I appreciate what you got, it. What do you got, Eric? Well, okay. So Eric Brave Days. B- Eric,
4: Eric Brave Days, not simply. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's confusing. Eric complicated. Um, <laughs> So I actually have uh, some friends in Bentonville, Arkansas. They, oh, they cool. don't work at Walmart; they're baristas and stuff like that. And so they've been wanting us to come out and play out there.
1: Yo, Benville, Bentonville! Bentonville, it's, it's, it's
2: not far from Fayetteville. Yeah, and uh, I played Fayetteville. <laughs> I mean, not terribly far—like a few hours. Yeah, you know? I've so, never been to Arkansas. Or no, not even not it's, even Arkansas. It's not super. It's like your car like, is maybe probably like running great
3: because of it. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, I drive oh, up to Colorado. And all the speaking of
2: this trip. And we can get off this topic because I know everybody else is bored. But uh, I introduce... Everybody else is bored. I introduce... <laughs> <he> uh, <laughs> this is how
1: self-deprecating... <laughs> we just we just jerked them off for an hour or for 10 minutes at least. And then he goes, Not I'm like sure everyone's bored. He'd be the one to go, I'm sorry, it's taking so long. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, he buys us tickets to Personality World, type uh, two. Uh, <laughs> I introduced Michelle to Casey's Pizza. Yes! Did you hear that?
0: Yeah, I, I actually saw it online. She she had Casey's, right? Yeah. Did, what did she loved it? Did she
1: think she thought it was great. I, I she thought it was great. That's it. Well, yeah, okay. It's, it's well, let me my, great.
2: let me preface
1: this. It's not we,
2: Sam's Club. We didn't. We weren't. <laughs> we weren't able to get it, like order it and get it fresh. So like they you got it they from had the, the yeah, Rolodex. but they had fairly we recently <laughs> the prepared <Lazy> Susan. <laughs> yeah, la- the lazy Susan of pizza. But they had fairly recently prepared it. It was pretty
1: fresh. So it wasn't like the full hundred percent experience. But you didn't get the snap either. What's that? You know, whenever you let it cool, you have one slice, and then yeah. you wait ten minutes, and you have the second
2: slice. But yeah, you
1: got it. The way you but did the it, cheese has settled though.
0: It's it settled okay. right by the time we got it, and she really liked it and she thought it was great. She, I gotta speak on this for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah go for it, Johnny. It I'm, lives. I'm probably the negative, the most negative of the bunch, Agreed. and um, most of the time. <laughs> did you need that? most of the time got your back. that anyone's ever talked up anything that's going to be amazing to me I'm like that's cool I can't I can't wait like I get it I get it you know Fine. it's just good, like I get sure, it it's yeah. going to be okay I'm sure this Here's means a lot to you to and you. I'm excited well, to, to have you. my own well, my today. own version of whatever this is for you but dude I thought about Casey's pizza for about a month <laughs> after I had it I had never never has anything lived up if not exceeded my expectations like a freaking gas station pizza place
4: yeah. And let's go to Arkansas.
1: Well, okay. Yeah. So Bentonville. There's one in Oklahoma. My friend, My friend that it lives. Only two hours and 15 minutes? Yeah. Yep. I would go. I would Get make the car out boys out. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah.
0: here's what we do we do a podcast live on the drive.
1: Yes. Yeah, we pass uh, next like, Tuesday? Because by the time we do the podcast and come back, mm-hmm. I'm uh, this does not make any sense. <laughs> no, 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 no. Four hour way, trip to
2: a pizza.
3: On the way
1: home, I was like, that's
2: the closest cases I've seen. Right off
0: 75 slash
2: we We'll look it up. I I would do that,
1: and I would live stream. Oh, the I would whole do it thing. with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, just live stream the whole thing. Don't for be two
1: great. more. Did oh was, yeah, was, if, was, if y'all
3: do Y'all did it Tuesday. I can't go.
1: On Tuesday, we'll, we'll figure out a day. So that's we'll make great. it happen. This will happen like the the, the, the podcast that we said. You both are gonna get drunk.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, we did yeah, a to do year that. ago. A year ago, <laughs>
0: it never happened. Yeah, they both claim they can't get drunk. So what? Josh no, and I decided is that no. we're gonna sit and do a I, podcast and make them take shots, and we're gonna watch. I mean, we can't either, but for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. I never claimed different. that I Diabetes. couldn't get drunk.
2: I just <laughs> what'd
0: you
1: say?
2: Diabetes. 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 Uh, Have you seen that meme with the math problem? It's like if the, if, yeah. if Joey has had like <laughs> like thirty two chocolate bars and now he has ah, four. Penis. How many chocolate bars does he have? And it's a picture of a kid in the classroom with the diabetes guy's face on it. Wilfred <laughs> Brimley. Wilfred
1: Brimley, man. Yep. He's got uh, diabetes, do- that's what he's got. So, do we want to start this recording on on the video so we can kind of talk about our subject and then we'll come back to well, we t- Well, totally. we I talked about what have been
2: recording. <laughs> again, we talked about what I did, but nobody else yeah, did. Yeah, I was uh, about to say. So he, I yeah,
1: would. Eric, what have you been up to? Uh, Sorry, I, that was a really good run.
0: No, that was a great trip.
1: Yeah. That was good yeah. for Kalen.
0: A really that was long. A good,
1: that was a good Kalen time. <laughs> really good usually, long Kalen, usually Kalen story. The
2: expectation is a lot lower. <laughs> No, I'm just glad that you but had he, he George it. straight.
0: But he made it you a solid a 30 vinyl? minutes. That's good for him. I'm just glad we had uh, a, that's probably said. the best sounding microphone you've got to use when you tell the best story you've told. No, for time. sure but on our Ar- no, i5. His
1: vagina was the best story. He had a good microphone for that. And also, yeah, the yeah, dick right. no. off, but
2: his
4: ketchup uh, was also honestly. Really I good think one. the best story I've heard is that. Getting off when you do crunches. Like, that was hilarious. That was pretty good. That's, that's, that's that incredible. incredible. That's a good Kalen story.
0: Crazy. That's crazy. That's a Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's right now.
2: But I mean, the seizure, looking at a diseased vagina, I mean,
4: I've never seen that happen to You've anybody else. You've told that
1: story twice on this podcast. That's how good it, it is. Yeah, you know? it's, it's told a good probably
4: one. once a year. My yeah. girlfriend listened to that episode and immediately called me just like, hey, I just listened to The Hive. What <laughs> the fuck is wrong with Kalen? <laughs> like, so many things. <laughs> you have no idea. What All about right, crunches?
1: Eric. What episode is it? It's like uh, 50 something. No, it's,
2: I'll, it's,
0: I'll like, give you the quick version. A the quick pack. version is the first time Kalen ever ejaculated was in the middle of doing crunches. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: well, found out like about episode?
0: No, it's it's like Kaylin gets Kalen's Kaelin, guide to six-pack
2: abs. Yeah.
4: So oh, that's the, that's I was listening to that on the way, but I was only Sorry. About it's, it's,
3: it's, really the, really it's the last 20 but it's worth, minutes. It's worth I'm it's sorry, the, i It's worth the journey. Okay, it's worth hey, the story. There's so much more to that story. So, let's it's, let's it's not cool. talk about it and let's hear,
2: let him hear it like, And if you yeah, are listening to this and haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. It's it's towards
1: the end. It's it's worth listening to. All right, Eric.
3: Cool. Uh, I've been recording Brave it? Days. Yeah. Hell um, yeah! That's been a blast. Woo. It's been really good. Um, getting ready for my wedding. It's a, hell yeah, yeah. It's about a month and a day away.
1: Four of us are getting ready for your wedding.
3: I know, true. In this so, other than thanks that, for the invite, you chill. dick. Oh, no problem, bro. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, uh, that's about it.
2: shows, okay. dude.
3: What oh. about your
0: fuck your promotion, fun,
3: fun dude? Fun promotion. Your fun promotion.
1: What about your <laughs> <mother>? Yeah. <laughs> Your fun <laughs> promotion. That that
3: fun um, promotion of yours. That, that we We're like. Keep a it fun yeah, I, I got um, I'm uh, now the worship leader at my church. I'm really excited about that. I've been working towards that for about a year, and it finally came through, and so I'm really excited about that.
4: That sounds fun.
3: So <laughs> fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> that's fun. that's how
1: I'm going to say yeah. the effort so from now on. Emphasis fun. on the f. Button. Button. Yeah. No,
0: I just uh, I th- I think that's, that's awesome, point, yeah. and you got to share that too. Yeah. Um. I
3: played a show with Fever Youth playing bass. That was a lot of fun. Dude, that Yay. was a good.
0: That was a good time. You did great,
3: man. You yeah, Words. It. We we also played. That's always been fun. Yeah. We actually played with Scary Kids Scaring Kids. Uh, yeah. And that was an amazing show. And yeah. we got some footage of that. Trees, too. Yeah. No, that I, met, like I meant I cool. meant to
4: ask you guys about that. How cool was that,
3: dude? Super it was. I saw fun. the Sick. live video you guys
4: did, and I was like, "This is awesome." And I, I think wish there, I was
3: there was what 500 people in there. Probably.
4: Let oh, me tell you
1: Never listen to Scary Kids ca- Scaring Kids that I know of that I'm aware of. I think one time someone showed me and I go, eh, you know, I agree. Had no, no desire until he mentioned they might need another band. I was like, yeah, I want to play it. Cause I know there'll be 300 plus kids there. I was shocked. They're all 30 and, by the way now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. So actually. I was so happy that you got in front of those people and yeah. I knew you were going to kill it. Yeah. Uh, no, it went really well. I did take a screenshot. I was watching online. I was watching, your uh Kalen's feed mm-hmm. and that switch over to Eric's whenever Brady wouldn't move his big butt out of the Oh way. his butt's like <laughs> ninety percent of it was his yeah, butt that on that was the other one. Yeah. That was the feed I watched yeah. was just literally
3: a Brady's wide butt shot or of Brady's simply ass. butt. No uh, Brady's <laughs> ass. Like it's just straight up And
1: I was like but then the greatest shot was like right when you're doing the last song and you guys are doing this uh chorus together. Um First off, Johnny, you were rock and roll the entire time. Yo, are you going to talk about my hand on my hip? Yes. Okay. Y'all need to get over that. <laughs> did someone else bring it up? Your brother. Oh, it's because I showed him. That's the only reason he brought it up. I go, the most rock and roll pose. Like, you he just. just did. He just wanted
4: credit for the joke.
1: I guess so. That sucks. He that first. <laughs> he goes,
0: hey, it looks really cool when you put your hand on your hip when you're screaming. But at the end, when you're standing there singing, you need to take your head off your hip.
1: <laughs> he said that? Yeah. I wasn't going to be that. I just oh, thought it was funny. funny that I was sitting there because you guys had just killed it. It sounded great on that stream and everything. And I go, what a cherry to top it off. Of Like, you kind of doing this? And I go... But no one else noticed that. It's just I wasn't even friend. thinking about it. I, know, I didn't and, even know I was doing it. And you shouldn't think about it. I was just gonna. Well, th- that's y- why. That's
0: why I was saying y'all need to let it go. Is yeah, because
1: that's a bummer. Because now it makes it seem like we were sitting there talking. Like, look at this fucker. <laughs> 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 and it wasn't. I go, hey, you want to see something funny? And Your I just showed as approved. All I did. Yeah, everyone laughed. So it was okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, or I could have changed it to fun. Uh, <laughs> but summer. I. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> But I just showed it to him, and that's it. No, it didn't say anything else. It's I didn't like, think y'all spent. Okay. I didn't even
0: spend much time. Because I would about never
1: it. sit around and badmouth you. I'd probably buy you a vinyl if I was in Bentonville, uh, Arkansas, oh, based thanks. on people around me. No, <laughs> but I. I hey, you need some knee pads there. The reason why it was
0: funny to me when uh, Brady brought it brought it up is because I didn't even realize I did that. And then when I got home, I, I was skimming through the footage, taking a dump, and uh, I saw that part. Like at you do. do that. I saw that part at the end, and I was like, hmm, "I think hey, my, you shouldn't worry about I it." I think my eyes were just closed, and I didn't put my hand down. But it's the thing is, the reason it's noticeable is it's not like hand on the hip. It's like dad on hip. your back. It's like yeah, it's <laughs> the like, worst thing you could <laughs> do back. is have them both back there. Yeah, or well, you know, when someone's like, talking to you and they're
1: whatever. like this. It's almost like a pregnant woman. And it's like right here. Dainty, yeah. But, yeah, but didn't
2: like, like the original I'm singer Screamer Zao? Didn't he do that a lot though? I think it was. Did he put his lot. hand way up high? Yeah, no, I, I think I remember like seeing a lot of footage of him like doing that. It was the uh, like Symphony his... in
0: Peril Screamer. Yeah, yeah, the one, the original yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's I why think he was he did that a lot. All that to say, because yeah. I never. So you're cool, you man. That's good. I don't think it.
1: I think you should do the My Little Teapot, man. Like, like own it. Tip me, <laughs> tip me. You so down. glad I'm so Ward glad someone appreciated that. <laughs> Thank you. But no, the uh,
2: not to toot our own horns or anything, but the other bands did, like Scary
0: Kids, uh, Push yeah, Over, Like all of them really liked it. Dude, yeah, scary I love kids pushover. I didn't even know they were on that bill and came up and uh, found us to tell us that they That's thought we great. did a really good job. And that made me feel really good. And yeah. then we played with the guitars from the Fall of Troy, so that was oh. cool. so that was cool. cool. His his new band called Pushover. Mm-hmm.
1: That's oh, him, that's their that's, new yeah, man? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's him and Kurt Travis. That's funny. I don't know who Kurt Travis is. I Dance, either. Gavin Dance. Okay. Uh, X-Dance, Gavin Dance. Oh, no so, wonder his That makes a lot of sense. No one cares except for people that are listening to this podcast from Southern Illinois. But Run Kid Run used yes. to be called Side Slam. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the drummer for Side Slam owned a, a record label that released maybe three records. That's it. Called Rally Records and put out the original Run Kid Run, which was not the Run Kid Run we know. Was another pop punk band that was first called Frontline, and before that they were called pushover, so when I saw the name pushover, I go, Oh it's like that really young probably i don't think they'd be offended by me saying crappy punk pop punk band from southern Illinois. I wish it was them I was seeing I did not know uh, did not know that it would be Apparently, veterans. And, yeah, uh,
0: no, and it was good. It's like uh, the fastest, most abrasive parts of the Fall of Troy, just the yeah. whole time. I
1: remember Fall of Troy being chaotic, right? Yeah, yeah but, chaotic they, but they'll get like, super groovy.
0: Technical yeah. and, they'll get super groovy at times and bring the dynamics down, but Pushover was just like...
2: Is that a uh, nine or a ten the entire time? The whole time. I'm about it. On a, on a Fall it. Troy scale.
0: <laughs> he so, does that. You doing all right, Papa?
1: <laughs> Can I see is that, that honey? honey, honey, honey or Eric or just squirted a mouthful of honey. I don't... I don't think that's raw honey. You're, it's clover honey. Maybe that's what that means.
0: I'm it's lucky. Haley's honey, so it's got to be oh, good okay. for you somehow.
1: Canon Argentina. <laughs> we so did screams today. Oh,
4: did yeah, we finished up and did screams, and I'm not a screamer. Oh, it sounded great. I
3: I, I do most of that. Yeah, yeah. William. So that's William what I've been screaming. up to, Johnny. What you been up to? Uh, recording
0: the vocals for Brave Days, all the shows that you just mentioned, and put my hand on my hip, dude. <laughs>
3: dip, you dip, we dip. Whoa, 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 whoa! Can I hear more about this hand on the hip business? <laughs> no,
1: I think it's time we got over it. No, oh,
0: yeah, it's fine. It's uh, fine. Per Johnny, get over it. No, I was just, I was just joking. The only reason I had that geared up is because I, the moment you started, I was like, oh, he's bringing up a baby God, I
1: That that makes it much more bigger than than, <laughs> than me just going. I wanted to show it to you, but obviously you've already seen it. You were crapping and looked through it. Yeah. Uh, all right, brave days, guys. What you guys been up to? Not recording a record, right?
4: Definitely not recording a record. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I didn't even know that was happening. If definitely was. not stoked to be Sons working of... with an awesome record label like Honey Gold. Actually, I was just eating honey. So. Oh snap! Yeah, that's a thing. If you I was wondering I studios, saw that one have so 10, much I was honey. Wondering who the, who's that who that was honey gold honey well it's it's uh it's johnny's <laughs> wife y'all, y'all should actually like
3: do that it's
0: a the house oh, honey we, have, movie. we oh, y'all we are were actually do doing that okay
1: uh yeah we're going to get all that stuff yeah all, i actually uh, i pollinate my wife
0: people. and then uh we make I this pollinate
1: honey is that what the kids are calling it that's what they call said it Set the kid <laughs> yeah um there's a
0: bubble guppies episode about it
1: all three of you are working on their record
0: right Kinda. I mean, mostly. Kalen helped with the Christmas song. That was fun. Yeah, really fun. I I helped sub in for the session. uh, Eric's kind of been manning everything, and then I've been doing vocals. But Eric
4: did vocals for one of the songs. That Christmas song was so much fun. Literally half of it was like there's laugh. I'm sure there's still some like there's laugh tracks in the background of all of us just on the floor. It was a good time, man. It was was a good time, and it turned out great. Yeah, it was great. We've had we've had. had, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we've <have laughs> had people that are, had been like oh man we want to want to hear you play it and it was like there's, there's no, no way, way in hell that's happening there's no way that that is i'm just happening. still mad because well, you got a year there's this there's <laughs> st- there's like this skate punk riff in the middle of it and i'm just like it's one of my favorite riffs i've ever written and it's for a fucking meme oh you yeah, did. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah yeah i know that feeling when we did uh consumer of the bells i was like this is really cool but it's so stupid to play except maybe around december i sometimes. love that song though We'll do it live one day.
1: Um, Anything else you want to say what you guys have been up to? Um, Well, we've got some shows that have been
4: booked. Yeah, any shows coming up? up? Uh, Shout out those real quick. So on, let's see, February 1st, if you're in the DFW... This Saturday. This Saturday. We are playing with Rose Gold. I believe they're from Oklahoma. And when the clock strikes, they're from Oklahoma as well. Question mark? California? You can fact check me on Oklahoma's uh, homo- Oklahoma Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> and uh we're playing with our friends and on better terms. Home yeah, of Rock and roll. I love those dudes. And this is going to be at Killer's Tacos. Uh Killer's Tacos.
3: Dude, their tacos are pretty killer.
0: <laughs> and uh it's got as a say venue, that. it's Damn just it. like 10 times better.
3: It's yes, amazing. it yeah, is so much better than it used I'm to. I'm just
4: be. glad they made the stage bigger so Chris doesn't break my nose with his headstock again. That's sick. Yeah. That's happened. Uh, it happened. So when I was playing bass, has it the band, not happened? Our our old lead guitar player like swung around with his headstock and just clocked me right in the face,
3: dude. At the uh Fever Youth show, I was playing bass, and it was funny. I play guitar. I've never played bass live in a show before, and so hmm. I don't know how to rock out with a bass. And so <laughs> yeah. I at moments where it was like simple enough that I could try moving around and feeling getting the vibe. I like did a twist turn and I immediately stabbed the headstock of the bass into the center of the chest of the vocalist, uh, yeah, That's. <laughs> I, I think I hit him last he died. show. Yeah. yeah.
4: He, that, died. he
3: died. Dude,
2: switching switching <laughs> over he, him so, and Kobe. Uh, yeah. Bieber Youth is auditioning vocalists now. <laughs> <laughs> best way. Switching
4: over from bass to guitar in Brave Days was such a weird thing for me. Yeah, but <laughs> your guitars
3: I, both weighed like 30 pounds.
4: That's <laughs> <about the same. laughs> I, I, I don't, for some reason, I just pick like the heaviest guitars ever
1: have you thought about cutting off the head of your guitar
3: yeah eric has a guitar yeah he does not anymore
1: he doesn't have it anymore no he did it one this, point on
3: them no. huh we've been over this man
1: i don't think that episode got released
3: <laughs> okay well now we're going over this <laughs> <laughs> publicly I forgot anything. But you did a great job playing bass
2: live. Like, I was super happy with how yeah. the set sounded. And yeah, I had, sounded I had a well. couple of Snapchat. I had a, a day and
3: bit. a half to learn six songs. Yeah. And you realize that they're maybe a little bit more complicated than anticipated. Oh, I actually <laughs> told him, I was like, dude, <laughs> learning these songs, like, I've always liked Fever Youth songs. I thought they were good rock songs. I had no idea they were complex as hell rock songs. Because Johnny couldn't <laughs> be there. No, just just oh, we don't we don't usually have a bit, because Jordan oh, no, lives in Johnny LA. Yeah,
1: yeah, Johnny plays guitar. He, he usually has not it. you Johnny, other Johnny.
2: I know. He usually he has goes. Oh, Guy can goes. we
1: talk real quick? I uh about Johnny.
2: Okay, yeah. I can was he's an actor. Yeah, did you uh Queen of the South?
1: I didn't watch that. I was watching The Leftovers. Uh-huh. The 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 by the HBO series Leftovers. Yeah. I just watched all all 3 seasons. This last like maybe month and a half, mm-hmm. and he's in the third season. Yeah,
2: he's on that, he's, and and uh, he's like uh, a yeah. yeah, what and he he's literally act-
1: someone a uh, uh, Hispanic guy uh, translating <laughs> number for, four. <laughs> yeah, probably no. He's like in an interview process, talking to like what I think is supposed to be his mother he's or grandmother. Mention this, and he goes, he goes, uh, yeah. He she says something. He goes, yeah, something big's going to happen on the 14th. Uh, well, like that. that's He's never the way messing. he talks. We, we, we play at his, at his church. church on Sundays. Yeah, yeah and I, also cool. I go. That looks a lot like Johnny.
2: oh yeah, it's totally him. But or, then I thought a little racist. Or Lou Diamond all of, us, uh, all of
1: us, all of us, long-haired Indian guys look, look the same. <laughs> we joke that me, him, and Brady are, are brothers. We just our dad went to a different squall or something. You know? <laughs> oh god! Uh, yeah. But if you watch wow. it, like Queen of the South,
2: like ep- it's like season one or two, episode ten. He's also a,
1: uh, like a store clerk in that, and he actually has quite a few lines in that. He, he was great. And I go, "What? hold on a second. I paused it, <laughs> woke up my wife who was in bed next to me. I go, look at this. It's him. And I was like, and she goes, yeah, who is that? I was like, you've met him several times. He plays in Fever Youth, and I knew that he did acting. I just never thought I would stumble. I, it was such a moment. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning in my bedroom, and me just going, I need to tell someone. Ooh. You woke
3: up your pregnant wife?
1: Yeah. To- <laughs> That's why you get married. That's all. He's, been in- He's been in other shows, too. Uh,
2: the One of those... Is it the Runaways? Maybe it's one of the Marvel.
4: Oh, really?
1: He's in that.
2: He's in. Some, he's a character in one of those too. I've watched the first season. <laughs> Y'all's faces. <laughs> he's never mentioned this. The humility. Yeah, he Ever. used to, he's to humble. Play a lot yeah. and do like a lot of inter- uh, or auditions and stuff. like I
4: that. mean, yeah, but that's still something like you know, we're just like, hey man, how you been? What have you been up to? You know, like <laughs> just TV shows Marvel and runaways. stuff. I know he goes to like California pretty often, but yeah, like, that's why. Son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: He's but. our next guest on here. Let's get him. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. I'd love like to he's, he's I love John. I want to ask him what filming Young Guns I was. Like. Us call, <laughs> have us call <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips. How about La Bamba? Yeah, La Bamba.
4: Have us call in and just
1: be like, hey, man, the fuck? <laughs> what have you been up to? Being a dad, man. I like this. this sucks. Last, no, no, it's great. <laughs> it's just different. I've been on the road a lot, except for this month. And this month, I've just been a dad. I've been writing a lot. I've that's been good. writing a, a like a ridiculous amount, um, trying to chase inspiration, I guess. And uh um, that. And uh, and <laughs> just making making future moves, so when it is busy, I don't have to work as hard. I guess it's um, a good way to be. Nice man. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing. But uh, um, is there anything else you want to talk on before we go into the next?
3: No, I'd say we go and
1: transition on in. All right, let's go ahead. For those that uh, there's going to be a video portion of this, and we're going to start the video now. One, two, three. Uh, What we want to talk about is uh, something I pride myself into doing is when I find young bands, at least bands that I think are about to do some steps that I've already been through maybe a handful of times and maybe more times I'd like to admit and have done some things right, a lot of things wrong and learn from that experience to try to help them to do those things, uh, uh, like avoid those pitfalls. And maybe it took me five to 10 years to figure out some of these things. And if I can save them that five and 10 years to learning that, that's what uh, I love doing. Uh, Johnny, Cassie, your phone so I can see that list? Um, but we thought we would talk about the um, five or so things... You should know before you're going into the studio, maybe for the first time um, and some things that we think that could uh, uh could really help you in the process. uh obviously, these are our experiences, and that's why I think it's a cool it's cool to have a discussion about this because something I say you might be able to say uh simply <laughs> Eric. My, uh, Mr. Simply. Can we call uh, you S,
2: Mr. S, Mr. S, Mr. 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 Herman? Oh,
1: God. (laughs) There was a telephone call for you at the front desk. Um, I know you are, but what what, am I? I? Um, this
4: is ADHD embodied, but uh,
1: um, but we, but I love the idea that I'm going to say some things and then you might say, Yeah, also this. And so I, I made five, and there might be more than five, but we're, I think I think for the most part, if I could think of this is pretty all-encompassingly, we can shoehorn some other things in there. But number one, I put, who's producing, where, and why? Uh, the reason I bring this up is because whenever I was in uh, a band, I thought you have to go to a uh, uh, a professional studio. Go to Chicago, quote New unquote York. professional, right? Yeah. New York, professional it like definition, like look, decked out, looks the part, looks like a full fledged, one hundred percent,
2: quote unquote professional studio.
1: Yeah, uh, you don't need to go into uh, like your friend's uh, uh, house, you know, or that, apartment, right? Whoops, that's that. Uh, that's what most people would think. And something you made earlier, uh, a point you guys made earlier in this podcast is like. We just watched the Grammys and five Grammys are bought or were w- awarded to Billy Eilish. Bought.
4: Tomato Tomato.
1: Maybe. Uh <laughs> uh for and they were bedroom bedroom demos. They were Phineas, uh, Billy Eilish's brother is mm-hmm. a producer, and they literally were in a bedroom and made those those so in an apartment, from what I understand. So it's obvious times have changed. In the fifties and sixties, they had Uh, expensive studios you went to even all the way up until the 90s and early 2000s. Um, But now, Grammys are being won, hand over fist, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, in bedroom studios. Go ahead, Eric. I do want
3: to add this because people listening, anyone who's potentially naysayer about that, so while it was recorded and produced, about 90% of it inside the bedroom, it was Finally, mixed, mixed and mastered, mastered in a proper studio. Right, right. That's like a multi million dollar facility. That, right. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Now, the engineer did say, No, this song was pretty much done. I, I literally just busted out and made a few tweaks. And in fact, I made a few moves and they said, No, change it back. And like re- they put reverb on her voice and they said, No, take it off.
0: Yeah, her voice is super dry throughout that whole album. Um, it was the right move. Yeah, yeah, I think okay. so too. It's like the anti-Lena Del Rey where she's got like just forever reverb all over it. Uh-huh. Well, she's got
4: such a raw voice to begin with and I don't think they wanted to lose that. You it's know? cool
0: because they layer the hell out of it. There's like mm-hmm. six vocal takes at one time, but zero reverb, zero delay. and just right there. I love how it sounds.
1: So when we talk about who's producing where and why, let's talk about who's producing first. Okay. Uh, whenever I was young, I thought I need to have somebody that's producing it that will maybe pitch it to a label or pitch it to licensing or this or that. I thought they were going to do that work also for me. So the first major studio, I put out three EPs. Actually, I probably put out uh, 10 EPs before I put out, uh, went to quote unquote, uh, uh, a fancy studio, which was uh, Sputnik Sound in Nashville with Mitch Dane and Vance Powell. And, And the reason I went there and this will be why I picked him as a producer was because I liked what that studio had done uh, mm-hmm. in the past. I spent more money on that recording and I was also still pretty ignorant, even though that record came out eight years ago. Um, um, I, uh, well, we, no, we got, we started that process eight years ago. It didn't come out until five or six years ago. 2016. Right? Yeah. I think. So all that to say, I think that we uh, we learned a lot going in there, but we spent a lot, like a lot, upwards over 10 grand, almost 20 grand. Yeah. Um, For a full-length record. To I don't think do... I've had that
4: much money in my entire life.
1: Well, we also did a Kickstarter, raised that much money. And okay. and we we had the opportunity to do something to analog tape. And so we did it to analog tape, like the old school way. And that was the big reason why it cost so much. And the reason we went there is because they had done... Jack White stuff and the black keys and all this stuff. And, and so we thought that made sense. Um, we consider ourselves professional. We thought we needed to do that. That being said, I would, I would, and and you guys, I'd like you guys to chime in on this. I would tell you maybe not chase after a producer just because of his name, uh, chase after a producer that gets what you're wanting to do. Vision wise. I,
3: I totally agree. Um, if if you hop into a, uh, if you hop into a guy who's producing five records a month because they're so popular, you're getting a fifth of his attention that month that he's dedicating to that kind of stuff.
0: Like, and depending on how much you're paying him, you're gonna right. get, he's gonna prioritize there as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I will say, well, uh, keep keep talking, then I'll counter with my experience yeah. of being in that.
3: I'm trying to think of the band. at oh, least of these, y'all recorded in the studio and you guys had a vision, but that guy had been working with so many of the uh, similar artists that he was like, we're going to use 5150s, we're going to use these amps. Yeah, his
0: his natural reaction was to produce it the way he produced other bands, which did not sound like us.
3: Yeah, and so, and there was a lot of butting of heads, and that's going to stifle uh, creativity. That's going to stifle your drive and excitement to do it and going and do a great job because you already feel like the foundation of your record has been compromised because right. of someone else's vision. And like... Y'all are recording with us and we're having a blast just going, Oh yeah. Uh oh dude, that sounds great. Do you want to play with it a little bit more? Yeah, and then y'all it's get to have a so refreshing. And yeah. then um so it it actually makes sense as we have an
4: example of the same kind of thing. So we did our single family tree with a producer here in DFW named Brandon
3: Sanders. Which too. sounds great, by the way. Yeah,
4: and we we liked it. It was great, but he kind of didn't get where we were trying to go. He was just kind of like, I mean, it's pop punk. Thing. He's like no. state champ, so like yeah. Oh and we're just like, man, <laughs> really? Come on, that's my buddy plays bass. nighting's on the floor. Oh the no way! way. Land <laughs> down. Yeah, I'm uh, laying on the floor. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, he just kind of didn't see the vision. And I remember you and I talking. I remember I played one chord. It was like that A with the C on top of it. And you were just like, "You're a classic crime fan, aren't you?" And I was like, "Okay, we're gonna get it along." Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Eric also came up to us. Uh, we played. We didn't have a full lineup um, in the DFW yet because we were still in Abilene. And he comes up Thank to God me. we got out. Yeah, dude. He he comes up to us after we had played an acoustic show with Lisa V's and uh, Levi the Poet. It was a great show. Super boy. awesome show. And he was like, I know what you guys are going for. And I was like, I'm so caught off guard right now. I was like, I don't <laughs> know what is no. going on. Johnny and I were in here last night broing out for like three hours. And he was just like, dude, you guys are like, you guys are reminding me of stuff I listened to when I was your age. Yeah, no,
0: it reminds me of stuff I listened to when I was younger than you guys. And I love it. And I also, with, as I listen to it, I think, um, I always think about Eric and I'm like, Eric's going to have so much fun mixing this. <laughs> like, I like got your parts like, Eric is going to have so much fun mixing this. I also remember that Levi the Poet, Least of these Show, Eric was talking to me saying, we, I want to record them so bad. Yeah. So yeah. it's really cool we made it work. That was two years ago, by the way. Yeah. It was like,
4: are you gonna do an acoustic EP? Almost they three. Do that, what me? was that? Summer of seventeen, yeah. I think?
0: Yes.
3: I was yeah. Right.
1: So coming up three.
3: So yeah, Josh, your rebuttal.
1: So uh well I'm not a rebuttal as much as uh um I thought you were gonna go somewhere else with it. But uh um but the fact that I think that if you you can you can work with those type of um those big budget, let's say big budget studios. Yeah. And, and get what you want. I definitely mm-hmm. got what I want. No, for sure. And that I record sounds great. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, that, uh, and the idea that we were doing the analog tape and, so uh, cool. and the fact that like, I, 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 I don't say this just to name drop, but the fact that you knew that you were in a studio that later on that night, Patrick Carney from the black keys came in and, and other people like that walking in and out of that studio because it's a second home to them and you go, okay, this is where, like, if I don't make a good record here, the problem's me. Yeah. Oh, that I, make you're sense making me real jealous. I love
0: the black keys. And that's yeah. good to learn though. Cause that, that was is going to be my point on this, uh, on this, uh, picking your producer and stuff. Um, I would say, after probably two thousand six or seven, the amount of bands that wanted to record with Matt Goldman because of the bands oh, yeah. that he was working with. Under
4: and oath, I
0: know a million bands that paid a ridiculous amount of money to go record with Matt Goldman, and then just put out an EP, and and it was just another part of their career. And it sounds harsh to say, but it, it just because you have an amazing producer doing it, if the songs are just what they are, like at the end of the day, yeah. it's just going to be your album. So yeah. is your album. A career changing, because if it is, then I think at this point, it the producer you're with, it it plays a part in it, but it's really coming from where your songs at, 100%. because that's what they're gonna sound like when they're done.
4: No, that's why we love working with you guys so much, because you guys have been so like, okay, I see where this is going. Let's get it there. You know, dude, and you guys have been
0: and so to, ready.
3: I mean, yeah, you guys are my example for my my thing. I want to bring up.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah, go ahead. And uh to kind of continue on Josh's story. Um then Josh was silly enough to record with those amazing guys and then do a record with me.
1: Well, that's where <laughs> I was gonna get with uh, <laughs> uh I was like uh, why, win and where uh, real quick. Yeah, before, and well before and before I was season.
2: I mean, joking aside, uh, my my point to that was it's the priority isn't so much it's great to pull from what they have done and know their history and see their perspective and the experience they have to work with a producer. But I think the most important is getting with somebody who sees your vision and sees the end goal for you guys. And it's one in the same, or at least on a similar path that, that you're trying to take because, um, at the end of the day, if you're not seeing eye to eye on some, to some level, some degree, um not saying that there can't be any little friction because sometimes stuff, great stuff comes out of friction. Um, you know, you're not going to be happy with the end product and that's ultimately what you want. Oh, 100%. Right.
1: hundred percent. Um, I mean, in that process, uh, he worked with us for two and a half, almost three weeks, uh, for, uh, for that month. And we'd do nine to five sometimes nine to seven. Uh, but, uh, um, and it was great. Um, I, there were some things that I wish I would have fought for a little bit more. And I've talked to that uh, in length uh, in the past, but uh, uh, in other episodes. But since he was a Grammy award-winning producer, I was like, oh, he's got to know better than this. And that's what brings me to another point is uh, um, risk and believe in, in your vision. And I'll touch on some other things of number one and, and the rest of them as we go, but uh, I think it's important that you do believe in your unique vision whenever you go into a studio. Uh, knowing who your producer is. Uh, uh, talk about Midnight Gold and even some of the records we're doing right now, and, Kayla, and Kalen's producing them. Midnight Gold and Soul, uh, sonically, are, uh, are both, you would listen to both those and you'd say they're professional. The the nine probably ninety nine point nine percent of the people listen to that would never know the difference between professional, I guess, recording where it was recorded. Yeah, right? I I remember
3: when we were at um, audio feed and someone messaged you and said, "Hey, this is the best recording you guys have gotten." Yeah, uh, when the when B- Bangarang came out, when Bangarang came out, he out. said, "This was." A- I
1: forget who said that, but yes, and that was recorded. In uh, well, word we we were it word was a, that mostly, mo-
2: like, basically the equivalent of random bedrooms at different locations and so
1: drum, drums, drums so in the cool. church, yeah, and
2: the drums at Eric's church, yeah, yeah, in,
1: in a storage room, a storage yeah. Room. church, yeah,
3: and so not even in like a so like a good sound through room. through a nice interface and eight really extremely cheap prees, isn't that like, crazy? Like beyond affordable.
1: So I'm, I'm using those two examples because they were back to back per se. Yeah, um, but they were different sounds too. They were different sounds, but you could listen to both of those is what I'm saying. You would never listen to Bangarang or, or Midnight Gold, Raven Hills record and go, Oh, this was, uh, this album costs less to make. You would never think that. I don't think so. Would you think that you're the one that produced no, it? Uh, Do you think I, that you could, I you guys to, are more trained in, in ears that you think, um, I don't know and it's hard to
2: say that from my own perspective because obviously I, I know the, the approach that I took to Midnight Gold. Um I will say there is like a certain warmth and that was intentional and rawness that was int- intentional in soul that Yeah, was, let it be
1: known that we did that live to take. Yeah, and and, and, and that, that, that was that. the goal versus right. Midnight
2: Gold Wait, was really? more yeah. Dude. Midnight Gold was more... We wanted it to be a little bit more punchy in your face and slightly more polished, but still have a similar vibe, so it's not right. a complete departure. Anything that we've So done it's a lot more after- like kick, drum, and snare is a lot in your face more. It's definitely more rock and roll. Uh, like, guitars are a little bit higher in the mix versus they... Like, because he recorded it live, like, if you listen to Soul, usually there's times in the, the records where you hear... Like guitar, hard panned right, and then a the keyboard on the left. Whereas Midnight Gold, it was like dual track guitars left and right with a fuzz in the center, uh-huh. just so it's just punching in the face. Yeah. So it's it's a different approach and it's a different sound, but I think they're comparable as far as um, quality wise. Yeah, I, I feel like, that's what and I and like, I did reference soul a lot. I referenced soul, so I tried to keep it in a similar vein to where it wasn't so off putting and so divergent from what fans of Ravenhill knew. But then I was also listening to records like Beartooth and Yeah, like, that new Beartooth had come yeah, out. Yeah, and the, uh like House of Heroes, and Sonic random random records like that that I was trying to incorporate into what
1: we had already established. You guys wanna say anything else about I guess well the risk and uh and what was the second one? And compromise what i was going to say is or no not compromise uh and believe in your vision risk and believe in your vision
3: i would just totally add the fact that your vision and your perspective is the only in my opinion is like the only raw material there like right. so guitar chords are guitar chords a bass part is a bass part drums we well, you're gonna pick one of eight beats for the most part and that's gonna be the drum part and then but the vision and the stuff. Your
1: single vision versus like five people taking all that stuff you're saying mm-hmm. and being the blender and pouring it out is unique. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, I think that's exactly. why the words EP is and anytime we play a word set is so well received. Like we right. every single show we've played with a touring band, they'll come up to us and say, hey, you guys are the best local band we've played with this entire tour. And, and a lot of people are saying, hey, we did not see that coming. We did not expect y'all yeah. to play like this. And I think it's because of Johnny's freaking super unique approach to one hundred ten percent. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like like he did so many things that I was kind of like, uh, oh, I trust Johnny. I trust Johnny and I and I want to be a part of this. <laughs> and yeah. it's yeah. and it's none of it's bad. It's just like chord voicings. So I was like, oh, I would have chosen to do this. But I think it's because I've been playing the same stuff for so long that I'm like, oh, this, of course, this is the chord I would choose or this is the right. tone or something like that. But at the end of the day, like the words EP, I think, is something that's amazing and I'm super stoked to be a part of the whole thing. Right. And anytime we play a show, the crowd sees that. Yeah. And right. it was because I think he was unhinged. He, you know, yeah, he, he, he didn't have a take risks. Yeah. And he didn't he have it, in this really. revision. Like, I feel like for the first EP,
1: had I been more involved, it would have taken a step back. Um, Something else under that I wrote down was uh, even the greats think they suck. Uh, So you got to do it. Hendrix. Uh, Hendrix thought he sucked. Oh, yeah. Horribly. Steve uh, Ray Vaughan as well. Yeah. Uh, I remember watching Taylor the documentary Hawkins. Taylor ha- Taylor Hawkins. That He sat down back and forth. He sat down at the drums. They were about to do um, uh, Was Wasting Light, that album. And he sat out, down at the drums and he goes, every time I sit at drums at the beginning of a, a recording, I think I'm the worst drummer ever. And he's a phenomenal drummer. So I thought, oh, if he can do it, if he if he thinks he sucks... It's okay to believe in me, even when I think I suck. So, do you have anything you want to say to that? Y'all said all the okay. things.
4: I just thank you for the kind words. I just oh, tend yeah. to walk into any situation where I'm surrounded by a ton of musicians, knowing I'm probably the least talented in the room. Like I feel that way all the time. And you have undersold too. yourself
3: a lot. Thank you. By the way, <laughs> I mean, he walked in. I've never like. I've, I feel like I'm not going to do good with the click. Walks in and one take wonders most of the guitar parts. Nice. And I'm like, okay, do it a second time just because. Like so I have options. Wait, Uh, is that literally the only reason you made me do that? Yes. Oh. Unless I wanted to do like a hard left, hard right rhythm. Okay. But like
1: the punch in the face.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I love.
1: Uh number three, prepare and compromise. Uh I think all of you guys love working with prepared musicians. Yes.
3: Yes. Which is another compliment to brave days. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Brave Days, anytime they come in they accomplish like 300% what any other artists have ever had come in accomplish in one sitting. Yeah, exactly. I I felt like like I was
4: taking so long. I was like, oh, I'm never going to get this done. No. So
3: I told Johnny, like uh, he was like, okay, anything I should know about when they're coming in to do vocals? I'm like, yeah, they're on pitch. They know their stuff, and they know exactly what they want for each part. It's going to be freaking easy. He's like, oh, it's such a relief. And I think in his head he might have been like, there's a little bit of BS to this. No, I,
0: I didn't think BS, I just didn't think it was gonna be this easy. Yeah. And so <laughs> after the first session. It never is, yeah. most times. Like nine times out of ten, it's, it's never that totally, easy. Totally. Dude. Vocal, we're, we're a couple
4: of choir nerds, dude. Recording <laughs>
0: vocals has usually been a brutal but fun experience. Yeah. And sometimes it's not fun, but it's usually fun, it's usually, it's fun, usually but it's rewarding still at
2: the end because you knew you had to grind and you pushed hard and you pushed a vocalist mm-hmm. and you're like sweating there, like, okay, but it's just how can there. I tune this to make it professional and also dude, there's duties. a lot
0: of times where i'm asking these guys if they if they're happy with it because i'm like i've got four takes that i think are great <laughs> recording so. josh is very much that way do you like it <laughs> i'm like we're okay.
2: also
4: our own worst critics yeah, like yeah. oh my <laughs> god
2: but i yeah i think all that to say my my you know it could get repeated over and over but my thing is when you're going into the studio be prepared know your parts have practiced Practice to demo your shit. Yeah, no, yeah. no, uh, practice know what, click, Yeah, know what you want to do to the best of your ability. Be willing to receive constructive criticism, but definitely and like so, you come in with with a thing where you're like, "This is what I want to do," and the producer's like, "That's great," but. Try it like this, or try this way. Be willing to try. things. Be willing to yeah, be, be yeah. malleable to an extent, but but also know your vision and know your vision. Back, know what a, vision. Yeah. One of the first believe things vision,
4: uh, Jones told me when we started talking about doing this uh, this record for Doctor Jones. Days. Dr. I'm start Jones. calling you Doctor Jones. Oh shit, <laughs> Doctor Simply. I'm sorry, I started yes. this. But um, one of the Call first him things Jones told Jesus Christ. <laughs> short, <laughs> short round. Short round. Short round. One <laughs> of the Jones. Jesus. One of the first things you told me when we started <laughs> when we started talking about doing this was like, okay, so here's the thing. We're gonna have ideas. Please shoot them down if you
1: hate them. Yeah. Like, oh, well, yeah. if you can get to a point yeah. where you're honest with each other and your producer, this is yeah. why it goes back to that number one, uh, knowing the producer is is got your vision in mind mm-hmm. because there I think in any record there should be some moments where tensions get a little high you're trying to yeah, make you're battling out uh, to go back to that uh um uh recording with Mitch Dane there was a moment god this is kind of uh, blood on the church floor that song it talks about someone getting shot in church for what they believe in right after, that was right is that in- what that song's about yes yeah.
3: <laughs> holy hell you didn't know that no
1: about a, a, yeah, a mother little, getting like a little boy seeing his mother oh, die for what she believes in,
3: shit, man, and,
1: uh, and martyrdom. Now we we were gonna record that for wow. that record. Mitch goes, the the Newtown shooting had just happened. Oh, and ooh. he go uh, and, and by sensitive. just happened, it was like a month out, and uh and maybe maybe it's in Newton. I think something like that. So all that to say, whichever was, one like, of the three hundred thousand a, there have been. He goes, I think it's a little too soon to be singing a song about this. And I go, I I, I do agree with you to an extent, but also, uh, I mean, this is a song that I, I believe in. And I think we need to do it. We can make it less. We changed the lyrics. There was a lyric in there. It's like, uh, he put the gun to my mother's head. And now she's gone. Oh, Lord, she's gone. Uh, and then it, it said, I, cr- I question why I was, I was, I got to remember because it's been years. Uh, I was born to lay in a pool of my mother's blood. Oh, like, uh, like, that was the lyrics. Dude, are we you ended, okay? Up, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and the idea that we ended up changing it to, he took his aim. And now my mom was gone instead of like putting the gun. And we never mentioned gun. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we don't mention blood. We, uh, like I was born to watch my mother die. I think so. I said instead. And a couple other things we tweaked and we were arguing like, and not arguing, but really debating like, I really want this. I think it needs to be hard. And uh, uh, like, I need to lay my foot down here and here and here. But after we were all done, once we kind of wrote it out and then I did the vocals, he goes, this is going to be a good record like we fought through that and everybody everybody got
3: he was able to capture the vision
1: yeah without me feeling like i ha- compromised what i wanted to accomplish with the song yeah uh little did we know there's never from that moment on there's never a good time not to uh, uh like shootings are happening way yeah. too often to to just put that on the shelf. Always, I was I was
4: actually going to say that like it's yeah. you know there's just never going to be a time it's not yeah that's too when soon, it started ramping you know?
1: up. So all I have to say once again, believe in your vision. Be prepared. Know know that your producer is fighting. It, it would suck if you're in the middle of a recording and your producer. You think your producer has a different agenda than the one you got, you and your party came in to make. Yeah, Uh that would suck. But if if I know my producer, like you guys know that they are are wanting to make the best possible record, and they understood what Brave Days is wanting to do and accomplish, at least in the ballpark, uh, then then they can trust when you make a suggestion, or maybe not like an idea that they like that they made, they can go, oh, but he's he's not doing this out of some personal agenda. He's doing it because
4: oh, absolutely, trying to help us out. Yeah.
3: So real quick on that note, you two what is something that you learned in the recording process that you thought was like a weakness of yours that you were like, dude, if I could go back in time and just be this, have this thing afford a step, what would it be? That's a really good question. Oh, crap. Think about I mean, it. while uh, think about it while Josh goes to number four.
1: Yeah. All right. Number four. Yeah, can you repeat it one more time? Just so go ahead and report. Yeah. Or, yeah. So repeat the question
3: it. is, um, having just gone through the studio process with, uh, Johnny and myself, what is something that you wish you would have had more uh, preparation on? Or something that you learned, okay, because I was prepared about this thing, so many other things are so much easier. Like crucial things that had made this process as fun as it can be. So ponder that,
1: Josh. What's number four? Number four is, sorry, let me fix my. You good, baby. Number four is deadlines and real expectations. Are important. Um, Deadlines because I think we all keep working on things too much. Here's my
0: metaphor for that. We all have drawn a picture before. And then when you finish, you went, that doesn't look like I thought it would look like in my head. Right. Well, you could sit there and just tweak and tweak your drawing forever, trying to make it look like it looks in your head. But at a certain point, you go, this is my version of bringing this to life. And uh, I started a solo album in 2006 and I've never put it out because I kept, I would get something new and I'd be like, I need to re-record that with this piece of gear now, or I think I'm going to get better. So I don't want to do, and, and it wasn't until, um, Wolves, the least of these Wolves EP where I was in charge of tracking a record and had to just go, it's done. This is the, what, and, and what helped was just having, um, deadlines and being like, it's gotta be. Passable by here, and yeah. I, th- I think w- being your own worst critic, it's real. R- it's real easy. Oh, hundred percent. To oh, uh, yeah. just nickel and dime something. Like a g- good example is the uh "Beat It" mix. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. How many mixes did they
3: do of "Beat It"? Like I think 120. Oh, holy. And shit. you want to know what
1: mix they went with? The very first one. Number two. No. Way. Number two. Yeah. Yeah. That's very similar to. Might have been um, uh, I will always love you, Whitney Houston where they did a rough demo uh, with their vocals and everything to show the studio or show uh, Warner Brothers or whomever. And they said, yeah, we love it. Get her in the studio. Let's do it. And they did. They spent millions of dollars to do that. And they go, no, the the, the original one's the best one. The demo? The demo That's was the awesome. best one. That's so awesome. Cool. They used, That's they incredible. They wasted all that money.
4: Yeah. I will say just as far as deadlines go, like Eric and I, uh, Knighton, I mean, like he's – He's very much like the okay, let's go, let's go, let's go, and I'm the one like, wait, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this, you know?
1: Yeah, um, that's the
4: good, uh, good balance. It's, you a, it's balance. a very and, good balance. Uh, yeah. It is a very good balance, but it does cause tension. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you need I'm going to tell
1: you, the tension is great. It's the green light, red light. It. Yeah, you yeah. You I,
4: I'm it. very much the red light. Guy. Me too. I, I tend to be the asshole.
1: <laughs> I actually think that great bands um, fight a little. Like the yeah, they have to fight. Because they're both fighting for the best possible thing. That's the true. thing is, is whenever you actually can't forgive each other after the thing's done, that's whenever the issues uh, arise. But yeah, I watched uh,
3: Eric punch Will in the chest when he walked <laughs> into the room, and then after about twenty seconds, they were just sitting by each for other for something about- I did last night.
4: <laughs> like, all right. Well, hold on, hold on. This is v- it's very reasonable though. No, it's not. He- okay. It's okay. I'm a very gassy person. And he <laughs> farted in the vocal booth. We were actually doing harmonies last night. He farted in the vocal booth and I thought I like I we we change and I go into the booth and he comes out and I'm like Did I fart accidentally? <laughs> this is a question he has to ask himself very frequently. It is, it is. And I didn't find out until tonight that he was him okay let's be real if johnny him. hadn't told you, you you him. wouldn't have fucking known ah, yeah, right, i gave right. it away i gave it
3: away yeah, thanks that asshole i right. didn't know he was gonna punch you so it's to get back on topic
1: um so um, the second part of of are you want to talk about deadlines are you can talk about realistic ep- expectations
3: deadlines real quick i've worked with a band um right now working with a band and we're getting done in about a month maybe two you told me about this, yeah. No, no there's not a, yeah. use names, but I know there's another band I've worked with, and Johnny worked with, and it took two and a half years to put out a, a record, oh my and gosh. it was because they were not prepared. The guitarists would show up and, and I was, have to. I was involved work. in that too. Yeah, and Caleb was involved in that too. I uh, felt
1: like I was involved in it. Yeah, that's how that's how long it took. Like I, you know, I spent you guys a couple have been working mo- on that record longer than I've lived here. Yeah, yeah. I've, I spent a couple
0: months recording vocals for that, and none of those vocals are what's being used for the album. What? Yeah. Wait, was, it's
1: still not
3: done? No, no, it's done. Okay. It's done. <laughs> it's done. Uh, <laughs> but I will say, preparation was a big thing about it because guitarists would show up, look at a Guitar Pro image, and learn it on the spot, and then track it. And that was for 13, like, 8-minute songs. Oh, my god! And one 14-minute long song. They had a doom metal band? I have no we idea. We can't uh, say. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, we can. It's say. progressive music for sure. Yeah. Ah. Um, so, um, and then realistic uh
2: expectations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I I have something to bring on that subject. Um, I know. Go ahead. Uh, as far as realistic expectations, I know I've seen this. Like i have a part of a few uh, recording groups on Facebook, and I think it was whenever I was in the nail the mix one. Like there was a uh, a guy who posted a. Uh, He published a post about he was having difficulty with the band he was working with because the band came in saying, hey, we want a really raw kind of live feel. And that's what the guy produced. And then the band at the end was dissatisfied because it's like, why does it sound like a demo to them? Or like they're they're trying to like, why does it sound like so they went in telling this guy's like, here's what we want to sound raw. We want to sound you know like like we're in in a live venue yada yada that's what we want the guy delivered on that but they didn't know what they were saying was something very different from what their expectations were so knowing how to translate and communicate and also setting proper expectations and knowing how to communicate those expectations to your producer are super important because that could he could be take that a completely different
0: direction that you're not intending, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you and want to sound And if you don't know about super, recording, you don't know. you want it to sound it. super raw, but in your mind it's also going to sound huge, Yeah. But you like have I, one guitar player... I think they said
2: they wanted it raw, yeah, and at the end happen. of the day they're like, why doesn't this sound like Under to Find the Great Line? It's like, yeah. and, 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 It's Because there's
0: seven guitar parts on that's both exactly. sides. exactly
3: beyond produced. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Did, did you know it's on that like, album, there's, that's there's moments where there's like When you hear the snare drum hit, it's like three snares layered. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And that
2: that's actually not uncommon. Like, most drum samples like. They hear on records, there's like three to four snare samples and kick samples laid on top of each other.
4: I just remember hearing Emery talk about when they were recording the question, they use a different snare every song. Yeah. 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 They went Dang. nuts. Dang, I tell you about that?
2: And now the difference between the Weeks End and the Question is, uh, was it uh, Ed Rose? Yeah. Or like something that. like that. They had the guy Rose who too. who recorded uh, Weeks End. The Weeks End, he was like, I'm not going to make guitar soup. We're going to have one guitar on the left, one guitar on the right. That's going to be it. And then they did the question with Aaron Sprinkle. He's like, layer all the guitars you want. And so, like, they went in there to question. They're like, this this is weird. We're not used to this, you know. And, yeah. and so, it's just two very different approaches. Matt Carter,
4: both, Matt Carter was probably just like, okay.
2: Yeah, and so, and both got great results. Both of those, or most people view those as their best two records. So Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. And so, and just setting expectations, know how to communic- communicate those expectations to the person you're working with
1: uh everybody hopes this next single record or ep is going to be the one that makes them blow up and they they and i understand that you are trying to pick the right producer to ha- give you all those opportunities you could make all the right decisions and still 100 people check out that that yep. single or or that album or that record and 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 unless you have uh, thousands and thousands of dollars to help promote it. Um, I mean, I hate to say this, but you're probably going to end up spending more money trying to promote the record and get it into the hands of the people that will help you make it bigger than making the record itself.
3: The game has changed. Yeah, the game's yeah. 100% changed. A band that did this so well to promote themselves, uh, This Wildlife, they're an acoustic duo. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I uh, I saw them when they were on tour with... Uh, sleeping with sirens and pierce the veil uh, several years ago what a bill dude it was an amazing show i saw it twice because uh, i got two tickets to different towns it was great um but what they did is i went to their um merch booth to buy an ep i loved the set i thought it was great and so i was like all right here's five bucks for the ep he's like no man just take it and he hands me an ep and he's like here's two more give them to your friends i and, do that all the time and so i, I was like okay well here's a 20 and i put it in their tip jar I was like, thank you for what you're doing. I really appreciate this, and you guys deserve this. Our buddies and Nominee do that a lot. Uh,
4: nominee's cool.
3: And so, so they, they toured the U.S. twice doing that. Built their Spotify went from like 140 to like five digits, and then they released their full-length record, and they've been huge since. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think they ended up getting
4: signed to Hopeless after that. I have no idea. Hopeless? I don't
3: know.
1: Uh, anything else on deadlines and uh, realistic expectations? Nay, I'm not saying you can't be the greatest be- uh, rock band, pop punk band, rapper, uh, folk artist, country artist. That uh, you could be the next big thing. I just want, uh, like y- I'm just telling you, we all thought that we could probably be the next big thing. Your sail hasn't and- catch the wind. Yeah, yeah, and I think you have to be okay
2: artistically, knowing I could. Put hours and hours and hours of effort into this record and put it out. Nobody listened to it, and no, you have to be okay. No with that. You have to
0: be okay with that, and, you and be, then you like, have to be. Johnny's the, the best art, at being okay with it. The that. art is enough, you <laughs> the know, the and, and is it, has you.
2: Be, yeah. it has to be. That has to be fine. You know, because that could be a realist that could happen. And you have to be ready to go
0: make something else. Like, why are you doing this? Like, make a badass album because you want to make a badass album. Put it on the Internet. And if it's worth value, people will find it and they'll have value now
1: or they'll find it later. It's a chapter. It's a chapter. Go go make your next thing. I think
0: everybody thinks that they're going to make one album. That's going to define them. And then I don't know what the the next step. I I don't think I think that doesn't get thought about a lot. Right. It's like you just got to make your next thing.
4: I had someone describe putting out music just being like you're laying your heart on a table and handing someone a knife, put setting it right next to them and just be like, Here, please don't stab it. <laughs> oh, dang that's Dude,
3: my favorite uh, one of my favorite records of all time is AFI Sing the Sorrow. That's like their fifth or sixth album. Yeah. They've been they've been touring for like ten, twelve years before someone like me discovered them and bought every single C D they own they have like two or three times.
1: It's like uh, once again, it's a chapter. Yeah. You found them in the fifth chapter. Yeah. And you got to go and read the beginning of the story. Yeah, yeah. And it was fun. Make chapters you're proud of and just try to tell the best story you can. Yeah. And, and sometimes some some chapters are going to be better. Sometimes you're going to take wrong turns. And uh, but just, just and, which brings us to our fifth thing is just have fun. Yes. You change your perception to something that you can lay your head uh, on your pillow at night and go. I'm doing it, man. I'm doing it the way, uh, uh, I'm meeting the means that, that are realistic. I mean, some people, some people make, uh, music in a way that I, I might find gross. I may disagree with, but I don't do it that way because I want to be able to lay my head on a pillow. They might still be able to lay their head on a pillow and be fine with it. And, and, uh, and that's the way they're making it. And that's cool. And in fact, can I say something real quick about
0: that? I was having a conversation with somebody this, uh, last weekend and they're kind of in a rebrand phase with their, uh, artistic career. Mm -hmm. And the person was talking a lot about how they have stuff that on the internet that they just are embarrassed about. And they remember like, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. And, uh, I liked the way, uh, this person phrased it is that they were putting things out because they needed to put things out. But not because they wanted to. Feel that. And uh, I don't mean this to toot my own horn. I'm definitely embarrassed by things I put out. Um, but I wanted to put them out. Yeah. And so I don't. I, I'm only Absolutely. embarrassed because I'm like, oh, I'm such a little. I was such a little kid just trying to figure it out. Yeah. But it was what I wanted to do, and I wasn't trying. I thankfully don't feel like I've ever put anything out where I was just trying to fit with anything. I just was trying to make something. And if it sucked, then I went, ah, damn, I got to get better.
1: Even if I put something out and, uh, through ignorance, I was trying this thing. I'm trying to think. And mo- some of my music... I have been... a
0: ukulele hardcore album that's on the I internet. I And that's it's great. embarrassing, send me but this. it was fun as heck to make. Please the send me this. The number 12 looks like my neighbor? No, the that's, number that's 11 the actual... looks like my neighbor. Yeah, the yeah. number 12 looks like you as the band. Okay. <laughs> it's a real band. Sorry. Please send me this, dude. <laughs> okay. I, need, I need to hear this. Like the ASAP. album is called uh, Stepping on Lightly Drizzled Grass on a Sweet Summer Morning with a 64-caliber love letter across my backpack.
4: Jesus Christ, dude. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the record? That's like, don't be
1: a Minnesota to South Central while drinking your juice in there. Yeah, yeah, I will say Portland
4: I join to speak on that as well. I did a solo record back in 2018. It was called The Wretch and the King and like the recording quality's eh. but I remember just being like why did I not like save up and go to a decent studio and get this done better? And I was like no, this stuff was like killing me to not have out written. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah. And Johnny, didn't you have fun making that record? I had so much fun making oh,
0: this. Probably of some of the yeah. most fun I remember Whoa, thinking my parents have to be worried about me when we were recording vocals up there, because we have a song. Are about to play this right now? I was just going to see what's online. But we have oh, a okay. song uh, called Counting 1, 2, three, four, And uh, the verse, I'm just screaming the words 1, 2, 3, 4. <laughs> and my mom was downstairs, and I remember thinking, she's got to
1: just hear me going,
0: what do, they what do, they what do
1: they <laughs> She was like, what's up with
0: my son? <laughs> um, so to recap,
1: there are obviously other things you could be doing And you will find, and and in the comment section below or on our Facebook or whatever, please let us know uh, some other things that, because I hope the the comment thread of this becomes uh, other things that people going in the first or second time into a studio, whether it's a home studio, uh, a friend's apartment, or or, uh, an expensive studio in Nashville or LA, um, or maybe you're coming to work with us, like we... We want this to be an um something you can reference to and be like, okay, well, probably one I would like to maybe next one talk about things you should not never do whenever yeah. uh, whenever you're in the studio for sure. Um, uh, but this is the uh, part I'm excited about. But to actually. recap, who's producing, where, and why? They make sure they got your vision. Make sure they um uh you're not just doing it hoping that they're going to hold the magic pass to your future that that has happened and can happen it probably won't um uh number two risk and believe in your vision that means uh willing uh, no one what was that no one's broken the mold by doing what everybody else has done uh they've they've risked and and tried something you could be the next big thing and the only thing that's going to make you that is, is believing in yourself and doing being you. You um, never
4: was Hendrix was more safe.
1: Yeah. Uh, number three, prepare and compromise. Uh, allow others, everybody you brought in the studio with you, whether it's your bandmates or producer, allow them to have some ownership. That's a hard thing for me. I didn't touch on that. The idea that like uh, I, I would write the majority of a song, bring it in, and I had a vision and sometimes I felt like my band members, I think I've gotten way better with that now, right? Oh yeah, or, yeah. I think but, but I think even during when we went into that multi uh, or that expensive studio, I was pretty, I held on to my creative idea pretty hard and it was hard to let go of that. So allowing not only the producer, but other people that you want to be in this band with you, this project uh, to have some creative ownership of it and 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 build off of that uh because you're all wanting the same thing um number four uh deadlines and real expectations are important just uh give yourself from this side uh of of an artist's standpoint and of the producer standpoint that's probably something we should talk about sometime Is like from the it, let's say you're wanting to start producing bands that's probably another episode we'll we'll have is like what you should really expect. So you want to be. Wanna be a producer. Because there's so many people, <laughs> even between it's you guys or the guy, my friends in Nashville that own these uh, studios, whether they're being home or expensive studios, I've literally had uh, sit downs with them and be like, hey, can you guys play your instruments? Um, can you guys play your instruments? And Or, or am I going to have to play them for you and, or hire someone to uh, to play them for you? I've had that conversation before. Luckily we can play our instruments and do what we want to do. But they said, there's so many people that come in there and go, I need you to make me a hit song so I can sing on it. So knowing what exactly you're doing uh, and then just have fun. And that, that kind of wraps everything. If you're doing all those things, you're making, who gets to make music for uh, like, that's so much fun. The fact that we all got here, every single person in this room, got to uh make something and got to uh uh, uh, uh sit down at a guitar it's kind of amazing to sit down and write a few notes, write a melody, put it out into the world. So uh anybody have anything else they want to add? No.
4: I I think you summed it all up there, dude. <laughs> yeah.
1: Cool. Well uh nailed it. Why don't Johnny why don't you uh well Kaylen, why don't you... I've ran out of space on my video, so why don't you say goodbye for us as far right. as this video goes.
2: Well, everybody goes here. And, and, <laughs> so, don't know, so, up up so, Johnny, do you want to close this out with a song by the number 11 Looks Like My Neighbor? And Prayer. I'm really <laughs> excited. to close this out. Brother Brother Johnny. This song's song really called Ohio
0: is for Andy, and it's about my friend Andy from Ohio.
2: Thank you for listening to the Hive podcast And listening to the segment about expectations in the studio, this is a number eleven. Looks like my
0: neighbor. If MySpace will play it, yeah, (laughs) MySpace will. Oh, (laughs) you're on MySpace. MySpace, Holy
4: shit! Play anything now? I don't know. We will
1: find out. Rate, review us. Tell your friends, and uh, um,
4: go follow Brave Days on Instagram.
1: Yeah, yeah. Check
2: out Brave Days stuff. They got a uh, Christmas song out right now, and soon to be record. And uh, we're super stoked on that we're putting them out. We love what they're doing. That's why we're working with
1: them. Go follow uh, Bearheart. He's going to be putting out a EP.
4: Yes, please follow uh, Bearheart.
1: And uh, yeah, we got
2: other stuff on the way from we're all the hard. bands. I think in our camp. You know. And thank you guys for having us. By the way, no it's no problem, super
4: fun. Yeah, it's been wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, well I was uh, laying on the floor. Hey, do <laughs> what I you slept need to do. Slept on a man. rock this weekend. So
2: hey. Well, a carpet's better than a rock.
4: So I, I was camping, I wasn't just sleeping on rocks. Well. I mean, <laughs> no one no one would put that past you, buddy. Yeah. It's wouldn't like, expect any less. Let's be
1: honest. Less. Well, long live the brotherhood. Long, long live the, the high. high.